0: Welcome to our podcast, We Got The Nod A new and bold internet radio show designed for those who are on a conscious path of awakening
1: We are here to uplift and inspire you To share practical tools and techniques
0: To assist you stepping into your highest expression as spirit
1: having a human experience.
0: We will get raw and real, sharing kundalini yoga, music, poetry and mantra, and so much more. Let us open our hearts and minds to our true potential, making the impossible possible, the surreal, real. Let's begin!
1: Which lies within you It will Yeshua Sana Hello.
0: Master Yeshua, Jesus, Jesus Christ, Christian one, Christos. Christos from Greek is the knowing, absolute truth, Satnam in its purest sense. The nod. The knot is intelligent, it is God conversing, communicating with us, of every living being, the tiniest microscopic entities to the top of the food chain, the mammals, the primates. The whales, the holy nod, the sound of creation, the oneness, the fullness of God manifest through sound, vibration, frequency, always changing. I am blessed to know the Master, Yeshua. I am delighted to share His name, His grace, His teachings, the most beautiful, exquisite teachings that I have found. And I have read some of the most beautiful teachings from all traditions. Buddhism, Zen, Zen Buddhism, Sufis, Taoists, um, of
2: course,
0: mm. Lao Tzu, and they all must bow, bow to the Master, we, we call Jesus, Yeshua, not easy to comprehend. You see, the dilemma, a master of this stature, this attainment, atonement, attainment, interesting, those two words are so similar, atonement, at one moment. He had to speak in metaphor and simile to describe, to convey. Consider the lilies. (laughs) He beseeched us to consider the lilies and the birds. Do they fret and <laughs> become anxious for fear of not receiving the sunlight, the morning dew of all the nourishments required to blossom, to sing their Magnificent songs, pure nod. Of course, they know God is beneficent, God is all-merciful and generous, magnanimous. Silly even to use any adjectives, <laughs> any modifiers to describe god god is all all that is good all that is of true value beauty innocence and peace It's interesting, in the Old Testament, as I understand it, I'm not a scholar, Um, God is often described in the Old Testament as a wrathful, even vengeful God. Such were the times, I believe, and the interpretation. Teachings are always open to interpretation. Again, there's the rub how to interpret a master like Yeshua. The New Testament, God takes on his, her. How do we define the the gender? Is it does God have gender? Yes, we we like to refer to God as the Father.
2: Mm.
0: And As the Divine Father, Father of all creation, He must then have attained, following this gender story, narrative, He must have attained the highest degree of perfection and union within the inner, what I like to call the inner marriage. Divine masculine, sacred feminine, yin and yang, perfect harmony, perfect coherence. As with the sound current. Kirtan and I have been sharing some beautiful stories of miracles, miracle of healing. It would be hard to argue this statement that Yeshua, Jesus, in his short time on earth in physical, uh, was the greatest healer that this world has ever seen and of course his healing work continues from the other side if you will Um, profound stories then and now Sadhguru and I have been sharing some stories of People, everyday people like you, like me, um, having complete remission from um, sometimes serious ailments like cancer, um, crippling sciatica, mm-hmm. diabetes, all kinds of ailments through the light of God through the Son, Jesus Christ. The evidence is overwhelming, and, of course, this is an ancient phenomenon. Like I said, when he walked the earth, he performed many miracles. Healing is a miracle every time. and I've experienced this. So in our conversation earlier today, Sakirtan and I, I was reminded of a near-death experience, (laughs) perhaps the most profound. I had a few (laughs) when I fell asleep at the wheel of an automobile, alone. I'm happy to say I was driving alone so no one else was hurt. I didn't hit anyone. There was no other passenger in the car. Um, I wasn't wearing a (laughs) seatbelt. That night, upon awakening, I experienced one of the great miracles of my entire life. angels beside me, around me, and they performed a miracle in front of my own eyes. Two fingers, my right hand, and I'm right-handed, the index and the middle finger were completely bent out of shape from the collision, mm-hmm. basically it looked like they were, <laughs> they were uh, aiming in the opposite direction where they would normally be, like with all the other fingers. <laughs> now, I didn't feel any pain, the, <laughs> the endorphins were doing a good job. I was in an altered state. It's quite remarkable, if you've ever awoken from a car crash, something like this. Um, Yeah, One of those moments you'll never forget. It was night, so it was dark, except there were some lights. Uh, from the street, and um, the car is mostly dark, and I was alone for a while, it was late at night, just sitting there inside the car. Um, My eyes were stinging a little bit because I had blood dripping into both eyes from my forehead, which was full of tiny, shards of glass from the windshield, and I remember having a visual uh, at some point of the the shape, the indentation of my cranium on the windshield. Uh, The windshield was able to withstand the impact enough that it wasn't completely shattered. Uh, so you could, you, I could see the shape of my head <laughs> on the windshield itself, and it all cracked, of course. And, and as I said, many pieces. I think they counted over a hundred pieces of glass uh, in my forehead it had to be removed. They missed one. <laughs> Some of the best memories I. It was like six months later, at least. It may have been a year, even. Um, so I thought I had a pimple, like one of those deep ones, you know, just above my eye, on the side, kind of the outer edge of my eye, and then, so I decided I got I have to get this out. It's, just, it's been in too long. I've been feeling this slight pain. So I went to to squeeze it, and out came this tiny sliver of glass. (laughs) And I knew immediately where it came from. So the moment I saw my two fingers bent completely out of shape, which probably would have meant the end of my Shiatsu studies, I was in the second year, doing my second year of studies in Shiatsu therapy which meant lots of practical work, including a public, public clinic twice a week, seeing clients uh, twice a week. I, didn't, I did not have time to, to react in shock or horror when I saw the two fingers. Because the moment I made eye contact with my hand I saw this invisible hand take those two fingers and gently place them back in the correct position. And then I started wiggling my fingers in amazement. (laughs) Still, I was in an altered state from the collisions. (laughs) Wow. And there were more miracles to come. My recovery from that near-death experience was remarkable. The dentist, for example, said, I think he even said, he used the word miracle, when came to examine my teeth, somehow all my teeth were intact, having hit the dashboard heavily as well as the windshield. <clears throat> they had to stitch the inside of my mouth, so the skin had uh, been severed we're inside my teeth. Survived. <laughs> um, and there's much more. The, the impact, especially with my chest and steering wheel, was profound. Profound. And yet no broken ribs, not even a fracture in my rib cage. Just very intense uh, internal bruising. <clears throat> Made it hard to breathe for a so little while. And I bring this all up, again, uh, in reference to a conversation and series of conversations that I've been sharing with Sat Kirtankar in the last few days about miracles, and specifically healing miracles. I'm turning 60 years old next month in February. It's interesting, I don't speak about my own physical issues in public as as a teacher, as a facilitator, a therapist. I like to present myself as one who is wise, who's gathered wisdom from all these years of study and practice. Um, I don't hide it, but I'm not completely transparent about specifics, depending on the company. The time has come now to I feel to be more transparent. So I feel that I'm being called now in a way to test my faith in Christ, in God. Because I am experiencing some what I could describe as degenerative chronic disease in my body. Which probably originated with some arthritis, in my left hip, on the head of the femur, and the hip joint. The thing with arthritis, it's pernicious, it's it's not easy um, to to treat and, and to manage. There's a lot of factors involved and for example, in my case, with my nervous system, which I prefer to refer, to, <laughs> I prefer to refer to it as the awareness system. But I'll never forget how we started our studies. I you know, the Chiasa studies I mentioned earlier. Um, in reference to the near-death experience. You know, it was my second and final year of studies when I had the, that car crash. Uh, studying with a master It was such a blessing from Japan. Intensive two-year program, 2200 hours. Mm. And the first lesson, the first important theoretical lesson that he taught us almost from day one, was about the nervous system, or the awareness system, and specifically about neuritis. I never considered it before then, and, and even at the time, it, I wasn't fully ready to mm, comprehend on a deep level what he was talking about. <clears throat> Because now I see it so clearly in my own body, my own experience <laughs> of the awareness system, and, and also, of course, um, acting as therapist and instructor for, for many students and clients over the last three decades. He made the point, and correctly, that neuritis is universal. It is. Systemic or endemic. It's, um, it's a major issue in, throughout the world, really, certainly in the developed world, um, and also in developing countries for, for different reasons. And basically, of course, neuritis is inflammation of the nerves, the nervous system itself becomes inflamed. And thus, the dilemma. <laughs> the good news is that traditional therapies like shiatsu, acupuncture, and other forms of body work, massage, qigong yoga, kundalini yoga for me it was a life saver they give us the means to, to heal from neuritis. Neuritis can manifest in, in various ways. Like cancer, I see it this way, that the the areas of the body that are most prone to inflammation issues with the the nerves Uh, well extremities for sure you know this right if if the nervous system is weak then uh, one is usually more prone to um, numbness in the hands and feet because they're furthest from the center. So it manifests in different ways for different people. And here's the thing that, again, came later as I was pondering and observing this phenomenon we call neuritis, inflammation in the nervous system, inflammation of the nerves, the brain. The brain is directly connected to, of course, to the, you know, the spinal cord, the central nerve channel, which of course correlates with the Shumana. to use the Sanskrit word, Um, or Chinese medicine, the conception and governor vessels. I love Chinese medicine (laughs) theory. The conception vessel is the central meridian that runs in the front of the body, down the center. So all of the central chakras lie on this meridian, front and back. So there's the conception vessel in the front, governor vessel in the back, parallel. Central axes, if you will. And for this reason, the Taoists, uh, the Taoist masters, like Mantak Chia, speak about the, the microcosmic orbit. A, in contrast to the Kundalini. Anyway, I digress. <laughs> the healing story, mine. All these natural techniques are well and good, although sometimes still we might need to use um, stronger painkillers or anti-inflammatories. Sometimes natural cures are not enough. Um, And this is perhaps when, in my case for example, because I know uh, how pharmaceuticals can can cause so much damage to the body. The side effects, of course, I'm speaking about primarily such as the liver. You really, have to take care of one's liver, right, For t- using these types of medicines. Mm. So this might be the time. Certainly, in my case, when. God comes into the picture even more <laughs> bright and right. This is it. You know, it's, in a way, it's God calling us to get serious. To get serious about, about life and, soul, our commitment, and perhaps most importantly, our devotion, our trust, because if the trust is only a mental concept, it's not going to work, hence the dilemma. We have to get out of the head completely to know divine trust, to really know it, to feel it, every bone, every sinew. And perhaps in that same moment, yeah, the healing takes place. It's instantaneous. It can happen in a flash. It usually does. Does it mean that this person will now be able to walk free, completely free of any um, handicap or um, any difficulty? Not necessarily. What if the person is 60, 70, 80 years old? Um, There are certain limitations, I don't like to use that word, because for me this type of healing, it's beyond the physical, obviously, which means that we're not even primarily concerned with the physical body, in a way that the physical pain, suffering is the, the doorway it is the gateway to deeper, more profound healing. We call it soul retrieval. Rebirth. Resurrection. Forgiveness. Of course, this is greatest message of Christ, really, was not forgiveness. but the, the image of Master on the cross is so universal and so significant. He sacrificed his own life for our sins, that we may all be forgiven. And still, (laughs) we hesitate, we resist God's love, somehow we lose some of that trust. It might be related to the very uh, illness Condition, whatever that like condition is, such as uh, chronic arthritis, um, it can be hard sometimes. Like, why? You know, <laughs> asking that dangerous question. Why? Why <laughs> God? And then. God responds in kind, gives us more of the why, so we can know conclusively. So, this is my mission, in a sense, right now, part of my mission, which is the important part, is to, to walk the talk. I do not want to even consider hip replacement surgery, as good as it might be for some. I've heard some good reports, I've heard some bad reports, too. Um, I've never liked surgery. I've never liked uh, needles. (laughs) Being injected, and I, 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 don't really like being, um, you know, anesthetized, anesthetized, that we're, you know, put under, You're losing consciousness. Yeah. Things can happen. Yeah, I'll do it when I have to. have done it, but uh, I prefer to be awake, <laughs> conscious. So, this is my, it's my ultimate prayer since right now, since New Year, 2023, is to uh, commit fully to my own personal healing, um. in as much as a commitment to, to God, to <laughs> the most profound union because I know there's always more, I implore, I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm kind of giddy knowing the possibilities and the responsibilities too, because my, my prayer for healing is also for my beloved partner Sat Kaur that I may stand tall beside her, always standing with strength, presence, radiance. She feels protected and supported in every way, is my sacred Beloved, and for our extended family, Nico, (laughs) Tara, and uh, friends, our community, our community, um, our growing family of Nad yogis as well. We're meeting the most beautiful souls through our training programs. It's another miracle. I want to serve. I want to heal. And I feel more sincere in this now, finally, <laughs> as a young elder, I'm about to transition into my seventh decade in this uh, incarnation. But, um, I can say it now, with, I can declare with integrity, with real sincerity and humility. I want to serve to the best of my ability and capacity. Nothing gives me more joy Please make sure to subscribe so as not to miss a single episode. We depend on you, our listeners, to build and expand our audience, to share the nod. So, if you like what you hear, please do not hesitate to share with your friends,
1: family, and community. Sat now!